If you are listening, the day that this episode goes live, October 16th, it is my birthday. And while I would never shamelessly ask for gifts on my birthday, today would be a great day for you to share the podcast. You could either write me a review because my love language is words of affirmation, or you could share the podcast to your Instagram stories. Make sure you tag me. And look, I mean, yes, is that a shameless ask for my birthday? Absolutely. Am I willing to do it? You bet. Because the podcast is one of my most favorite things that I get to do as a beauty business coach because I get to connect with so many of you and the messages that you guys send me and the conversations that's come from the podcast are so meaningful. And also the podcast is free, right? So it helps me when you share to get get the word out and, and to let more people know that their beauty business can be the vehicle that will literally change their life. And so that helps me stand in my purpose. And I appreciate you for sharing all the time. But specifically this week, when you're listening to this, I mean, I'm not going to beg, but I'm just putting it out there. And on that same note, I am freaking 37 years old. That blows my mind every single day. I feel like I'm 17. Does that happen to you? Like where you're like, yeah, I'm like literally someone asked me how old I was and I had to think about it. I'm like, well, how old is my husband? Because then I can subtract one. That's math that I can do. That's Lexi math right there. So anyways, I am celebrating my birthday with a birthday sale as well. And I'm just going to tell you before we jump into the episode, all this stuff, because this episode's super juicy and super relevant. And I don't want to have to interrupt myself later on, but the birthday sale, you want to go to my Instagram page, check it out. If you have already been on the first to know email list, then you already got this in your email, but I'm doing $37 off the ask me anything Voxer broadcast for a few days this week. And there's also some other really cool things going on for the birthday sale. So just go jump over to my Instagram, check your email. You'll see all the details there. And just FYI, the Ask Me Anything Voxer broadcast when the birthday sale is over will be full price and full price is 99 bucks. So we're just doing fun things this month because it's my birthday month. I feel like it. And also because I don't do Black Friday. I don't do Black Friday because I want to be present with my family and not thinking about things or answering questions in the DMs. I just want to honor my priorities. Um, that weekend, we always have a big family thing going on, as many of you probably do as well. And so I don't do Black Friday. So this is it. This is it. Today's episode, we are diving into all things your Q4 playbook and what I'm doing as a salon owner this month. So we talked a few episodes ago about things that had changed and kind of my mindset as a salon owner as we enter into Q4, but this is the like nitty gritty of the what I'm actually doing. And you guys seem to really love these episodes, so please keep the feedback coming and let's just do the dang thing. What's up and welcome to the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, your host, salon business coach, and mentor. I'm a salon owner of 17 years, and I am here to share with you my experiences and expertise, my failures and successes, so that you can have fast, effective biz solutions in the salon. Each week, I will bring you inspiring and actionable conversations to help you meet your goals. The 10-Minute Beauty Business Podcast is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. 
if you were in the end of your mini mind or the cash to cash flow Voxer broadcast, you know that we are celebrating Amika month at the salon. And as a salon owner, a lot of my planning happened well before we get there, right? So my planning for Amika month happened last month, but the actual doing and implementation is happening this month. And so I'm delegating a lot. I am also learning in my delegation this month with so many moving parts. This is a very like long promo cash injection. There's been a lot of delegation that I've had to follow up on because it's requiring a lot more manpower than I thought from other people. And so that has been a bit challenging, but it's been totally fine. Like I have the plan of all plans. Like we're just doing this thing and we're giving swag bags and goodie bags with every Mika purchase this month. We are also, um, we have like gifts with purchase for certain, like just, you know, if they want it, cause we have so much swag. So we have kind of like these suitcases and these bags that honestly, I'm going to be real clear. They're not cute, but we have them. And so we're offering them if people would like one with their purchase, we can bag it in that bag if they prefer that. And then they still get the swag bag. So I'm just like trying to offload those. If not, they will be at a Goodwill near you soon. But then we also have our giveaways every week. And there's just been a lot of moving parts in terms of like content and making sure that the content gets put up every single day and that our staff has really known and... I'm just going to also be really honest about this as well. I kind of dropped the ball in whose job it was to communicate to our staff on Slack. And so as much as I put it on my planning worksheet and mentioned it once to who I delegate most of these things to, it didn't follow through. And, And that was because I didn't follow through. And as a leader, you learn that some things have to be checked more than once. And there, and I have recognized that there are some challenges in multitasking and, and I have learned to communicate how I ask for things in a very specific way now, but I didn't include like, I just blew it. I just blew it. I should have known that this needed to be delegated between more than just one person. And that's not what I did. So we're having a mid-course correction. (laughs) And I just am telling you this because As you grow a team, these will be things that you will have hurdles in. And as I bring new team members on and shift what's going on and responsibility-wise, like these are things that I'm dealing with. And also, I've been really busy because I am working on a side hustle, which is so fun with my dear friend, Corey Gray, who is the podcast host of Hairdistry. And this is not an excuse. I'm just letting you know that like it's real life sometimes. Like we get things going on in real life and we're a human that owns a salon and that human part has multiple, multi is a multifaceted human, right? So there's lots of stuff going on and that's where I've been. So the salon is always priority number one, but I didn't like come back to micromanage, which is great. Nobody likes a micromanager. But I also like didn't even really like triple check, which, you know, like that's the appropriate thing to do when something is this important. And I just didn't do it because I've been really, really slammed in the coaching side of my business, which is fantastic. And I love it so much. But salon is priority number one when it comes to the business hierarchy. And I thought I was honoring that and I just needed to slow down a little bit so I didn't miss the details. And that's where we're at. Also, uh, salon inner circle with Corey, which is our new AI and tech community and guide uh, is coming real soon. So I'll squeeze that in there just to tell you, if you haven't played with AI yet, 
watch out. It's going to be so good. Go follow Salon Inner Circle for real. Um, so anyway, so that's been a challenge, but also nothing that we couldn't course correct. And here's the other thing that I'm, sh- why I'm sharing this with you. It's Amika month. Amika month can be any four freaking weeks we want. So we're just going to like start again next week. And well, and, and I'm recording this a little bit earlier than when it's coming live. So uh, we, the second week of October is getting a bit of a, a redo. And we are just going to, it's going to be, it's going to bridge the gap between October and November. Amika month is just stretching out a little bit and nobody knew the difference. And that's okay because we're still going to meet my goals and initiatives from that. Uh, so that's been really cool. The other thing that's been going on, which took my foot off of the gas from this promotion is that we have onboarded two new stylists, which is so absolutely amazing. I, I know a lot of you are always asking me like, how do you get new stylists? How do you get new stylists? How do you have that waiting list? And, um, you know, honestly this year, and if you have been listening to the podcast, you know, this year has been a real challenge for me as a salon owner with a lot of shift in, in staff and renters. And I was actually just telling my father-in-law this past weekend, like, you know, this, this year has been super hard. Like, and I just stopped and was like, yeah, actually it was really hard. Like it has been really hard. Like financially it's been difficult because my, my father-in-law was talking about owning his multiple corporations and that, and, you know, and then well, who knows you have to replace something. And I'm like, yeah, I replaced freaking air conditioner this year. And he's like, you did. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes and, you know, or whatever it could be renters leaving. Oh, I'm like, oh yeah, I had like four of those leave. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, it's just been, so I, I, I invite you to just stop. And this is really pulling from your Q4 playbook, but stop and look around, right? Stop and look around. Kind of what we were talking about last week that in order to get to the next level, you have to recognize and really solidify this level, but also like, goodness gracious, look at all the things that you've done this year that you've been through this year and that you've come through this year. Super, super important. So, but I will say that onboarding to new stylists has been really, really fun and they've been great additions. Both of them are super different, but super cool and really talented stylists in their own rights. And so bringing them on and just making sure that they are comfortable, their clients are happy. I'm really that salon owner that when there's a new client in the salon and I know that all of their clients are new, new to the salon because they've only been with us really I think they both came like the the tail end of September. So really they've been there like three weeks. Um, And I just want to talk to every client and I want to say, hi, how are you? Welcome to the salon. And, and how are you liking it here? And I do the full, like, can I get you anything? And they don't know that I own the salon, but I just make sure to chat with them and and make sure that they know that they're welcome and do the whole, you can sit with us thing. Cause it's in my bones. It's in my body. And I embody the brand essence when I am in those four walls, 1000%. I embody it when I'm out of them too, but I turn it on to make sure that everyone can feel it when I'm in the salon. And so that has been more important to me, frankly, the energy that I have and the the time and stuff that I put towards the salon, that has been more important to make sure that the clients feel good and that they feel our energy and rather than like making sure the Instagram story sites were perfect. So just, you know, I'm just sharing with you. That's how it's been. Um, and also it's freaking fine. It's absolutely fine. And one thing that I ask myself a lot is, did I do enough today? And the answer is always yes. As long as I have a few things that I check in with myself to make sure that I did those things. And then I know I did enough. Right. And there's always going to be capacity and 
things that happen to you that you can't control that will that will affect that but more than anything it's it's about your own personal standards and capacity and to make sure that you meet them and there will sometimes be too much on your plate <laughs> and that's all right too you have to figure out what can fall off and what can slow down and what can be stretched into part of October and part of November for a Mika month right like these are the things that it doesn't matter that the plan isn't being executed as per the plan perfectly it's that it's still being executed and we're not dropping the ball and we also are having two new assistants join us. And so I've been talking about that, that I've been prepping the new assistant program and really working through what that's going to look like for us, maybe potentially bringing on some hourly stylists after they go through the program. So I've got that going too. So we've got two new stylists really coming on. We've had schedule changes because of that. Caroline had finished cosmetology school. Faith will finish in November. And so we're just having some shifts. And then Debbie, my amazing stylist, or stylist, she's a receptionist, but she's an amazing receptionist. She her she has like a chronic back injury and it flared up. And so she hasn't been able to work for like the last three freaking weeks, which is so, so like I'm so sad for her because she wasn't able to do fun things with her grandbabies and like just all kinds of life stuff. Like it's just such a bummer to be sick. So we all just need to like stretch and do and do all of that. Right. And and so I'm interviewing again for a receptionist position, which pains me to say, but I just think that as the, I can see that there will be an opening, Debbie will come back and she'll be better and healthy and like, you know, all of that. But in the meantime, we've all been scrambling to cover and my salon manager has been covering reception shifts, which is like not her favorite thing to do, but she's a She's a good team member. And so we are interviewing again. And and I can see that as Faith and Caroline, who are both receptionists now, become assistants and eventually stylists, like I need to continue to grow the team. And um, Charlie, who is currently my assistant and receptionist, she is beginning to take her clients now. And so there's growth and shift, and that's great. And I want to hire receptionists one time a year. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I want my assistants to fill in the gaps. And otherwise, I would like to only hire one time a year. And ulti ultimately, they usually fall in and they are cosmetology students or want to go aspiring, you know, to go to cosmo school. And so, so I'm interviewing again. I have not had the interviews yet. So you'll get to hear about that in an upcoming episode. On my to-do list for this month is to officially set up the peer space for my upstairs photo studio slash office podcast studio, etc. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it on peer space and I'm going to see how it goes. I am nervous about this because I love my office. I really love my office. I've had meetings in there. It's been really cool. I'll hold these interviews in there. And I just really love my space. And so I'm struggling thinking about putting it on peer space, but it's an edge. I can do it. This is part of the plan. I'm going to try it and we're going to see. So I'll let you guys know when it's up on online. If you want to come take photos, you totally can. Um, and then in general, my job as a salon owner this month is planting all the freaking seeds for November and December and the end of the year. And also for January, this is where I'm leaning in to my business plan. I'm looking at what worked really well this year. I'm looking at what was like meh about things, but like probably if I turned it up would work. And I'm really not looking for things that didn't work. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not 
saying like, oh, that didn't work that well. I'm not, I'm not doing any of that. So I'm looking at things that worked really well and I'm going back and I'm redoing those things, not necessarily changing them, but I'm re-implementing them as I plant seeds for November and December in terms of sales. Uh, we are bringing in some new things, which is kind of fun for the boutique-ish area. We're not having a pop-up with an outside boutique this year. So we are just going to have really super selective items. Um, and we're playing with things to see if it sticks and what we should do next year in terms of retail. But I'm telling you right now, not having the full blown boutique has made my life so simple. So this is the first year that we haven't had it around holiday and that we haven't had it like you know, we had it 24 seven a few years ago, just prior to the pandemic. Uh, I guess it closed it in 2021. So, um, you know, it's just, it's different and I really like it. It's given me a lot of freedom. And so if you have a boutique in your salon, like it's fantastic and it makes you so much money. But for me in this season, it's been really, it's been really good not to, and we're not doing a pop-up shop with any boutiques. We're just doing us and I like to sell stuff. So we're going to have a a bit of a different landscape and I'm pretty pumped about it. I think it's going to be great. And If it's not, I will learn something like always. Now, in terms of your Q4 playbook, I want you to think about what is the most clear outcome that you want to have happen by the end of the year. This is your job to figure out what you want to have happen. This is not necessarily a goal, but I want you to to really know like what do we need to have happen by the end of the year. So for me as a salon owner, I was like, I need to have new renters like yesterday. Like I was writing it out, but it's just, it's, I was, I was getting a little bit, not nervous because I don't go to lack. I don't do scarcity. I know it will work out. My business is profitable, but I even like sat down with, um, some of the members of my team, like my employees, my receptionists, social media manager, et cetera. Um, social media comma manager. I don't have a social media manager. Um, and I was like, all right guys, so we don't have renters for these few spaces right now because I'd gone through my wait list. We're full, like, you know, we were, we were there in the middle of September or early September, I guess. And I was like, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to ramp up retail. So, and retail's easy, right? I mean, it can be. And I thought this is our plan. We're going to do this and this will get us through. Not only are we going to fill up the savings account from buying the air conditioner. We are also going to cover the rent with with retail sales. We are going to fill those gaps, fill those stations with retail sales. And here's how we're going to do it. And I outlined a whole plan and we're doing all these things. Meanwhile, I'm not taking my foot off the gas that I know we need renters. So I'm doing all the things. I'm embodying who the hell we are online. I'm showing up as a salon owner in everything I do. I keep my nose clean when there's local BS and gossip and whatever. I take the high road, even though as an industry leader, I could really use a lot of that as content. I never do. I never do. I'm promising you, Scout's Honor, one day there will be a book. But until then, I just keep my nose out of it because it doesn't serve my team. I lead with integrity. I show up. I take care of my people. I do the things. I let my reputation speak for itself. And and I'm really diligent about what I think about and how I think about it and the people that I'm trying to like 
cultivate in my mind that would be good renters. And, you know, I, I do my, my self care around these things and I, my mental self care, right? And lo and behold, when people know they want to move before the holidays, because I know this is the time, I just am really open to it. I'm really energetically, this is business energetics, and I know it seems weird, but it's real. Um, I am really open to people coming in and the right people. And this time I was really open to be surprised. That was literally one of my mantras and one of my prayers about it. And I was surprised, not gonna lie. There were some interesting things, but it's been fantastic, surprised in a great way. And um, I'm still open to be surprised and I, I love it. So two stylists came in. I had a third call and and then Car- with Caroline and Faith, I knew I just needed a short thing, right? I needed just a short little sprint. So that's why I was like, we can do this with retail. The people will come. They'll either come now before the holiday or they'll come in the beginning of the new year because that's when people make changes. And most most historically for, for me. And I know that I show up, do my thing. It's the best in town. That's what I know. So I... For the people that are looking for me, I'll put that asterisk because I know there's a lot of San Diego salon owners that listen to the podcast. I love you and you're the best thing for the right people for you. Um, so with that being said, the two stylists came and then knowing that Faith and um, Caroline are coming in as as assistants and jo- Juwan wants to go full time and this and that and this and that. And we had all these shuffling and then I'm like, oh my gosh, here we are back to my original problem. I'm like, okay, I still might have to move to my teaching station. And so we have Stephanie, actually, our salon manager is in the teaching station right now. She says she doesn't mind it. So maybe she'll stay there. I don't know. But I'm going to have two assistants on and on and on. Anyways, back to your Q4 playbook. Have a freaking clear outcome. What do you want? So for me, that was new stylist and selling a ton of freaking retail. And so then you simplify how you do that right? You say, okay, this is what I'm going to simplify. How how can I make this as simple as freaking possible? How can I simplify the offer itself? Then we communicate that like nobody's business. We yell it from the freaking rooftops. You share all the ways that that works for you. You make sure that it works for you and you make sure that it works for your clients. You think about desire-based solutions in the salon. You share from a lens of that your clients want these things. They're not have-to-haves like in a bad way. They're like, I can't live without it in the best way. Like that's how we get people to move with desire-based solutions. And and also the last play of your Q4 playbook is don't forget to try new things and have fun with what you're doing. Think about your your business and what's something you've wanted to try. Is there something you wanted to bring in? Is there something you wanted to sample out to clients? Is there something you wanted to to sell potentially to add to your service offerings? This is a great time to add it on and see if people want to try it, right? You're planting the seeds in November and December to see if they grow. It's not just about planting seeds to see if people will buy the thing later and getting all your touch points. Yeah, absolutely. But think about planting seeds and seeing if you water them appropriately if they take off. Because some seeds you plant don't work. I'm just going to tell you, not every single thing works. As a gardener, as a farmer, like not every single one comes up and sprouts and turns into a beautiful stock of corn, (laughs) you know, look like there's a lot of trial and error and sometimes we plant and sometimes we overwater and sometimes we underwater and there's all of those things that go into it and, and, you know, 
I know I use that metaphor a ton, but it's just so easy to think about when you're like, oh yeah, gardening. Like I get it, plant the seed, water it, wait, wait, right? That's the most important part, but then you have to come back and tend to it. And so you're not gonna dig it up right away and be like, why didn't you grow? You're gonna just leave it, let it be. And and also take care and do the right things. And the right things, you wanna make sure you're doing in the right order and 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 to make sure that you're doing more of the right things, not just more things. We don't just need to add more things to our to-do list. They need to be intentional and support your overall business plan. All right, that's your Q4 playbook. Your 10-minute beauty business tip today is to go through that list. I'm gonna read it to you really quickly again. What is the clear outcome that you want to have in Q4? So I want you to take a pen and a piece of paper and go through and do this. How can you most simply communicate that? What is a desire-based solution for the thing that you are offering, for that very simple offer? How will you communicate said offer How will you communicate that in more than one way, right? Because we need to communicate it, yell it from the rooftops. And what's something new or something fun that you would like to try in Q4? That's it. That won't take you more than 10 minutes to go through that list, figure it out, type it up, write it out, put it in a note section on your phone, do it on a pen and a piece of paper. I don't freaking care. But then the real thing that's gonna take you more than 10 minutes is to implement. So carve out some time in your calendar and actually do the work because if you create a plan and do nothing with it, you wasted your time even making the plan. I hope you have the very, 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 very best week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I love creating them each week and connecting with you after you listen on Instagram. I really love it when you tag me and share the episode to your stories. It's twofold. It lets me know that you're podcast people so then I can go and do a little friendly stalk and and drop a love bomb over on your page. And also it shares the show to your followers and your friends and fellow hairdressers, which I totally appreciate because this is a free show and it's difficult to grow the podcast without your help. So thank you much for that. I'll see you on stories and right back here next week.